Welcome to Season 6 of the Foy and Jones Show. This is Episode 5, and I've got a brilliant guest joining me in the studio. Today, I'm welcoming Joshua Delane from The Woodworks. This is going to be some show. Welcome to the Foy and Jones show. This is episode five of season six. And so far, we're going to keep doing it, boys and girls. We are inspiring our stale stars of the future. And today in the studio, we've got Charlie Hula. Charlie's in the house. Charlie's here. But we've got a special guest. He's travelled down from North London. He's well known. He's got a fantastic business, he's got two fantastic businesses, and he's going to tell you the story about them. But more importantly, I know him as Josh from The Woodworks. He's a TikTok phenomenon. He's a digital marketing phenomenon. And do you know what? They're pretty good at the bespoke kitchen business as well. Josh, welcome to the Foy and Jones show. How was your journey down, mate? Uh, yeah, journey was right. Thank you for having me. That was a bit of an intro. I've oh, a lot bit, to live up uh, to now. Mate, listen, you're, you're gonna, I'm just going to go quiet for most of this episode because <laughs> I've got someone who's a podcast veteran. You know, you've, you've appeared on, on many experience. episodes. And there's always a real theme with you. And it's kind of what you do above and beyond the business itself. There's a presence. There's a reach, but there may be, you know, in my little world of listeners, Josh, there may be people who don't know you, they don't know the business, so let's get to know you a little bit. So okay, t- tell us about you and what you're up to, mate, who you are. Okay, so uh, I'm 32 years old, um, studied um, at an industrial economics at Nottingham University. After university, I was a bit lost. What was I going to do? Uh, and so I did the done thing in uh, in the community that I grew up in, which is going to study to be an accountant. So one of the big four accountancy firms rocked up on day one, and within about six hours, I realised this was going to be a nightmare, three years. But I didn't have any other options, you know, paid well, and it was furthering my education. So I stuck it out for three did years. Did you last the 36 months? I did. The well done, 36 mate. months. But, listen, I've always been good at school. I've got a good memory, so, like, the exam part was all right. Um, and, you know, good work-life balance wasn't too bad. But the day I got my exam results, I handed in my notice. And then I was like, right, now the real work starts. Well, you know, what do I want to do? And interviewed at some other places, you know, more finance-based jobs, and it was just more of the same stuff. And I was like, this is, this is boring. I don't want to be doing this. I think there's more for yeah. me. And had a conversation with my parents who had this uh, bespoke furniture business and I'd been around it my whole life but I'm the least practical person that God ever put on this planet I don't know how to change a light bulb I don't know one end of a hammer from I the mean, other I wouldn't be that far behind you, to be <laughs> okay, fair yes. if Mrs Jones was here Josh she would actually you know how say to talk the talk though. oh yeah I can talk yeah. a great game I can talk a great game I can lead I can super I, yeah. I can influence but oh dear oh, and I'm a good labourer I'm going to make my dad a cup of tea when he's working at the house yeah. but uh, other key than runs, that mate. The, support, yeah, the support, the support role is big so I didn't think it was ever relevant for me and then one day I stopped looking at it like furniture started looking at it like a business which it was and it was a very very good business and it had a lot of opportunity you know they grew they grew to where they were through word of mouth and recommendation over 30 years and so they never advertised they never marketed I thought you know there's a there's a big opportunity here so I ended up joining that business uh, and it's been about six years and we've we're probably 4x from where we started in terms of quadrupling the size of the business uh, in terms of headcount in terms of square footage of production space we've gone from zero showrooms to three showrooms so really 
really exploded the footprint of that business. And all of that came on the back of the digital marketing that we've done. So obviously day one, I rock up as an accountant. All right, how do I grow this business? Well, I knew fuck all about marketing yeah. uh, but I knew that that's what we had to do so I started teaching myself basically and over over that six year journey I taught myself everything there was to know about digital marketing and transformed the business so we've now got you know 175,000 followers on Instagram over 500,000 on TikTok um, uh, a growing presence on YouTube and uh, you know we transformed that business and about two years ago so just you know pre-COVID um, I had a lot of people ask me for advice on marketing marketing for their mm. businesses and how we did what we did. And at some point, I just thought, you know what, I've got to start charging for this. And so next person that <laughs> called me up... It does become it a, a point, there was Josh, a, there was, it? it was a point. It does become yeah, a absolutely. point because I, I get that. And look, I, I only really hang out on one platform and it's LinkedIn. Yeah. People know that. Um, but but I got I got asked to do a lot and, and you help people and you give... Then I, I've, I've actually recently arrived at that point where I'm like... You know, I've, I've been advised. People say, yeah, well, stop, yeah, yeah. stop yeah, it. Yeah, you you know, so, so, so you arrived at that moment. It was an inflection point for sure, but I'm sure you understand with the LinkedIn. There's yeah. also an element of like, I'm going to do some of this for free and a lot of you know free advice, but I'm building my skill set and my knowledge as well in yeah. other sectors, in other areas. And so I was doing it for free for a long time. And then the next guy that called me up, I said, listen, I don't give free advice anymore. You know, I haven't got time. But what I am doing is, you know, running this digital marketing agency, which didn't exist, by the way, at the time, just complete fabrication. Um, and he said, all right, I like well, your style because there's you a charge? bit of me in that style. Yeah, I listen, like just, it. Just yeah. throw it out there, see what happens. You know, I had nothing to lose. Yeah, you know, yeah. it was either work for free or, you know, get some money. So I said to him, you know, this is what we're going to charge as a retainer. And he said, yeah, absolutely. You know, when can we start? And then I thought, oh, we're onto something here. Mm. And so and so that's where it started. So growing that digital marketing agency and we help businesses in all sorts of fields, but we're full stack digital agencies. So we do uh, SEO, CRO, email marketing, copywriting, but also the content side of things. So we have photographers, videographers, and we produce uh, video and photographic content, basically enough to post every single day on socials, but predominantly short-form video because the biggest bang for your buck these days, as I'm sure we'll get into, is on the short-form platforms like Instagram Reels and TikTok. Fair play, mate. That was some intro. There you go. That Sorry, so I ran with it. No, <laughs> I love it. If I, oh, I love it. And I think what, what, what comes there is there's, there's an entrepreneurial spirit, which I'm going to be honest, you don't see that in every accountant. No, okay. definitely not. You don't. So, no. so, so that 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 kind of moment, and this is something I think is really interesting. You know, we're talking about inspiring the next generation. So, so you've arrived at a moment there where where you're committed into three years. You, you've 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 passed. And you know, you know, you're going to hand in your notice, and yeah. then, then actually, it's real world. Hundred percent. And, and, and that that real world moment is where I like to try and give advice because you, you can you can go different paths. You can do what you think's expected of you by friends and family, and, and you can yeah, do yeah. something completely, you know, like you can go traveling. You can do something completely different and just go, yeah, it's not, you know, I'm not going to do it. Well, then you can maybe do something which follows your passions and follows your dreams and, and can add value. And I think. You, you've joined your family business, which which has its challenges. You Absolutely, know, I've got members yeah. of my family that work in the fourteen four in Jones, and it. Trust me, and I'm not speaking for you, mate, but it can be <laughs> it can be spectacularly good 100%. or spectacularly bad. High, high equal, and low lows for equal sure. measures, can't it? Yeah. So so you've had to roll with that, but then you're bringing like the modern phenomenon of, of digital storytelling, digital marketing, yeah, yeah. analyzing the market, and if you've grew that business four times, there's something special happening. The business one's got to be ready to do it. It's yeah. got to have the reputation to do it. But if you've been able to see that and recognise it, wow, we've got a story to tell. 
I think that there's a good blend of youth and experience. So, you know, you can't buy the sort of experience that my dad has, for, for example. He can mm. walk into that factory where we, we make all our furniture here in the UK, yeah. right? He could walk into that factory and he could smell in the sawdust whether something was wrong or not. And I'm not really exaggerating. That, smell in the sawdust. Yeah. That's, that's a, <laughs> so I na- that. Name we, of his we, debut well, album. you know, we got to know your dad towards the end of last year. Yeah, of course. And, and, yeah. You know, and, uh, absolute gentleman. Yeah, absolute he's a hero. Pleasure yeah. to deal with. Real old school values. You Very know, much so, Rings yeah. when he says he will. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. G- you know, just, just he's a man sim- of his word. Just the simple things that actually yeah. make everyone's life so much easier. Yeah, for sure. You know, and he, so he's got incredible shout experience. Out to your dad. Shout, shout out to Richard Delane, new uh, 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 judge at the yeah, KBB Awards. Give him a wave, mate. There you go. You're right, Dickie. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so incredible, incredible big uh, experience. Dickie. Big up, Dickie. And uh, we blended that with obviously the, the youth and the entrepreneurial spirit, and you know the drive to sort of push things onto the mm. next level. But but we had that foundation that they put in place. Um, so it was myself and, and Joel, who's who's my best mate, oldest friend, uh, same age as me. He's been in the business as well for about seven years. Another uh, running, great, running another great lad. Yeah, yeah, absolutely great guy. So so he's running the back end of the business, um, and and we're just building on what they put into place and the foundations that they laid basically. Um, um, and the, a lot of this explosion came in the last probably 18 months. So I want to make it clear that, you know, don't you don't jump on these platforms and overnight, that's it, right? And don't mm. post three videos and work out and try and figure out why you're not going viral and you haven't got 100,000 followers. Like, this stuff takes mm. time. Like, we've been building this for six years. Mm. Um, but I actually had a conversation on a, on family holiday with my dad. Obviously, what else do we do? Talk about business. And, uh, and he was asking me what I thought about the KBB industry and what I've seen and wh- where the big companies, the big names, how they made that name. So... My thesis is that at one time or another, a lot of those big names owned a platform, yeah. right, in media. So you had the original Smallbone, Mark Wilkinson's, yeah. they owned print media, right? Every time you open a magazine, they'd be there. Big newspapers, they'd be there. So they owned print media. Then you had the next generation of Tom Howley. They owned the SEO movement. They owned uh, the web movement. Uh, then you have the Instagram generation. You have people like Deval who literally built their brand on Instagram. And when I was looking at the landscape, I was thinking, okay, well, there's only one place left for us to go, and that's TikTok. And no one was on TikTok, mm. right? And I was like, well, you know, we've got a very visually appealing product. Um, we're filming YouTube videos anyway. I've got the videographers there. Let's just clip it up and make it short and snappy and interesting. Um, and so I made sure I hired someone full time to do TikTok that, were, that was a young guy who knew how this platform works. He was TikTok native. Got him to come along, basically filming everything on his phone, you know, rough and ready. Compared Is that to- a searchable skill, TikTok native? As a skill, no. <laughs> as, as a, I suppose you don't want to be ageist, but uh, you know the younger they are, realistically they are oh, going to be. Surround yourself, have grown up on surround it. yourself by talented people, and everything goes in the right direction. Yeah, that's why this. That's why this young man sitting absolutely. Sitting I can tell. Left, he can makes tell. the magic. You can see. I mean, like, you know, I genuinely mean it. The guy's infectious. He's changed the game for yeah. what we do. Also, it keeps you. It keeps you young. Keeps you relevant. You know, I have conversations with these guys. Twenty-one, twenty-two. I'm thirty-two now. Ten-year difference doesn't sound like a lot, but you know, it is. The change of pace that technology is moving and, and, and what people are seeing and doing, I, it helps me keep my ear to the ground and stay relevant. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's been a, that's been a really exciting journey. But I want to stress that this has taken a long time mm. to get to. And, and there are there are those moments. You know, we we were talking and and, and I noticed some of the some of the short for short form videos you did went absolute bang. Yeah. You know, they, oh, yeah. they you were absolutely having it off. They were smashing it up. It was and and that's what we all want. You know, yeah. and but I've been on the other side of that as a business owner. I've you know, not necessarily with Charlie, but with with others and with Charlie. You know, we 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 invest time, we invest money, we invest production, and you just watch something just just, just it's, plot. And you like, never know, you never What's know. Going down yeah. now? It's hilarious. And, and, then, can... and then you do something off the cuff with a bit of a smile, and you 100%. think, I'll put. Should I put it out? Yeah, I will put it out. Yeah. 
and, and it goes boom, and you're like, well, what's happened there? Yeah, I, 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 it's a really weird thing that even someone that works in digital marketing, I spend a lot of time on these platforms. You can have a theory going into it, and like, I think this video mm. will do well, but I've had, similar to you, I've had filming days where we spent an entire day filming yeah. this ridiculously high production, beautiful one video that's going to be a 30-second video, and I've had days where it's literally rock up, film something on a phone for 10 seconds, and it mm. outperforms it by 100 times, yeah. and, and you just don't know. And ultimately, there is an element of a volume game to this mm. because it helps you learn quicker. If you're posting three videos a day, and that sounds like a lot, but if you're posting three videos a day versus one, your learning curve is going to be three times shorter. You're going to work out very, very quickly what's working, what's not working, and why. And you mm. can start analysing it and diving into it. So how does the... Because I think this is something which is which actually works for, for, for stars of the future because we're talking about the industries that we're, we're around and we want to see businesses grow. We want to see individuals grow. How do you detach yourself from what you're doing on a day-to-day basis to to have that focus on a digital presence, on content creation. Yes, there's scheduling tools, but you've still got to have something good going in to come out the other side. So, yeah. so how, do you, how, do you, how do you help businesses do that? Uh, so from the digital marketing point of view, we sit down and we reverse engineer what the problem is. Mm. Uh, it's not necessarily always a problem, but it's what they want to achieve. So I would usually say to a business owner, you know, what is the gap between where you are now and where you would ideally like to be in terms of, I don't know, revenue, staff numbers, whatever mm. it is, headcount. Um, and we reverse engineer it. And uh, a lot of the time, the answer is a brand awareness question. People, Not enough people have heard about you as a brand. Mm. Uh, and to an education piece, because there is a lot of, there are a lot of businesses that have a presence online, but they're not really educating people as to the the benefits of their product or service. They're telling them about the features. This pen can write 10 words a minute. Great. But what are the actual, what, what are the benefits? What are the tangible things that people are going to understand and can relate to, um, like on an emotional level? So we reverse engineer the problem and then we put together a plan, a strategy, and then we come and we show up, you know, two days a, a month full days of filming and video editing, Mm. photography, and then we schedule it all out and it gets posted every day. If you were a business owner and you're looking, okay, what do I, you know, what can I do to be able to increase my, um, my brand awareness, my digital footprint, start with what you as a business owner can do and then look to potentially outsource the rest. Mm. Um, But I always say to people, you need to have a base level of understanding about this stuff um, which you can do, you know, five, ten hours, I'd say, if you spent on YouTube really working out, uh, you know, searching how does TikTok work, how does YouTube work, how does Instagram work, and, and how do I do paid ads on these platforms, just to have a base level of understanding so that you can then judge someone else's work. Yeah, because that, that, then you're going in with your eyes open, aren't you? You know, yeah. you, 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 that, that, that knowledge and simple, even if it is an overview and an understanding of what, what good looks like or where you want to get to and how you're going to get there, yeah. you won't going to be able to measure it other than Correct. And people are going to tell you what may, you know, yeah. be telling you what you want to hear. They may be, they may be having one over on you, and that, and that's the world we're in because yeah. we're, you know, we're, we we can be as human beings too trusting. We can believe that's where we want to be, and I guess as well, you, you're you're dealing with the ego of like I want this to go absolutely mental there. But what's good, you know, is good the yeah. next inquiry? Is good the next bit of pound, shilling, and pence that comes into the bank on the back of that awareness? A lot of what we do. It's about continually being in people's minds. It's not yeah. about the here and now. It's about the future. Well, that's because, and that, the, yes, 100%. And that's because for you, people have a, a long buying cycle in yeah. inverted commas. They're not hiring people every single day. No, correct. It's not an impulse purchase. And we have a company that we work, for, work with, for example, is a, a, through the agency is a property finance company. People mm. I've seen raising, some of that stuff. Yeah, so see, people I've seen aren't that. raising finance there every day. Go. Look, I, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't be aware of that, but I've seen it. Yeah, and, and I'm aware of it. Yeah, so, okay. so it's reaching me. Yeah, exactly. But the point is, 
and the strategy was always, listen, we want to be posting stuff on LinkedIn every single day. Mm. Why? Because when your target audience, who, by the way, spends a majority of their time on LinkedIn, when they go on LinkedIn every day and they see your face, they might not have a project now, they might not have a project next week, they might not have a project in a month. But in six months' time, when they do have a project and they've seen your face every day for six months, you are definitely the first people right. they're going to think Charlie, of. Charlie, we need to cut that bit. <laughs> yeah. We need to cut that bit out. I need to pick, pick up a lot of virtual Josh <laughs> and I'm going to put him in my, my meeting it. room. Yeah. yeah. And when I'm talking to my team and they're asking me, why are you doing this? Why is it so important? Why do, I'm going to get you. I'm just going to press play. Yeah. Right. Are we going to play go. that bit there? Because that's showing up every day. That being you, consistent. You do it anyway. I mean, yeah, in fairness, no, but but but, but I passion, I'm so passionate about yeah. it, and and I sometimes think they, I think they, they perhaps think I'm brainwashing them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah, it's yeah. like I'm that passionate about it. Hearing you, because yeah, you, sh- it's we're saying the same thing, but in a very different language. But but it's still exactly it's where I'm coming thing. from. It's showing up. It's being consistent. Yeah. It's having fun. It's it's showing your personality. 100%. That's that's what I see coming and I, through. I, I, mate. I try to convince a lot of businesses who are you know somewhat of a black box and they don't really want to give away too much in terms of what goes on on a day-to-day basis and I'm like look you don't understand how important it is for people to be able to resonate with you as a business because it builds trust it builds that parasocial relationship they think they know you and for you to just put up one ad once every six months that's Mm. not going to cut it they need to see you every day they need to know what football team you support for example they need to know whether you're a coffee or tea drinker Mm. they need to know you know what you're having a laugh about do they need to know Josh that you were dipping yourself in an ice bath this morning uh, I think it they helps. Do now. Yeah, they, listen, do, yeah. they do now. Because you're in your fitness, right? Let's get to know you. Great into, segue, Peter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great do, segue. Do, do you like that? You're, you're in your fitness. <laughs> I am, yeah. you're, you're passionate about your fitness. I am. And, and, and you're someone that, 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 you know, that I love it because um, there's a trend developing. We had Nick Boyle and Lee. They were they were swimming in the very Straight cold down sea the down there. Here, yeah. You're dipping yourself in the ice. Um, that, that passion... For, for fitness, that passion you've got, it comes through in everything. Do you, do you think that's, that's now so embedded in your DNA that it, that it, it actually captivates everything 100%. you do? 100%. I, w- I wouldn't say it was. it's like fitness first. I would yeah. say that it is a mentality of self-improvement and always yeah. trying to be the best version of myself, wh- whatever I do. Because you've got a lot going on, mate. Cause I've I'll, got a lot. Let's, let's go into this, all okay. right? Because I think... This is the feedback I get is people love to get to know the guests and, and, yeah. and getting to know you spoke about your dad, you spoke about your mate, you know, so you, you spoke about the business and the growth of the business. But you've also done this with with a with getting married, yeah. you know, with a two year old and a nine month old. What are the children's names? Uh, so Reed, my son, is two years old and my daughter Savannah is nine months old. So, it's, so I'm in the trenches at the yeah, moment. Mate. Currently. So, so it's all coming on. Yeah. And you're you've got an amazing bespoke furniture business. You've got your digital consultancy that came about and I love this from like well, you have to, someone's going to have to start paying for this. You, know? yeah, I mean, you, took, yeah. you took a flyer. When you, you say know? it like that, yeah, yeah, it sounds a bit... But, 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 but it doesn't. It, I, I think that's fantastic yeah. because that's the that's what it grows from. If, that, if you'd said that to four people and they went, no, 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 and no, you'd probably think this business yeah, model's not working. 100%. You know, you know? Oh, I don't know what I'm talking about yeah, enough. Yeah. One, one or the other. But, yeah. but it hasn't and it's gone. But how do you, and this is another thing about, about people looking at their future careers and their future selves, inspiring them, how do you get... With all of that going on, mate, how do you get a work-life balance in there? I actually am very, very good at getting a work-life balance. I mean, okay, so... You're not leaving this room until you tell me, Charlie. (laughs) I'll, I'll, I'll let you in on the secret. So, first of all, 
sacrifices have to be made. Uh, you can't have everything. You can't have successful businesses that you want to work eight to 10 hours a day at. You can't have time with your family. You can't have the gym unless you sacrifice something. So for me, as a starting point, currently at the moment, anyway, I'm getting up at five. So that's that's another two hours unlocked in a day, right? Which is 10 hours a week. That's, that's pretty good. That's a lot of time. Um, so I'll get up at five. I'll do my breathing exercises, um, which I combine with meditation for anyone out there. Vim Hof. Uh, W-I-M. Charlie was on it when yeah. you mentioned it earlier. H-O-F-F, Wim Hof. He's like this lunatic Icelandic Genius. geezer. Yeah, he's a lunatic, uh, the ice man. So he does these breathing exercises, which I do in the morning now, then uh, then straight into uh, a workout. So I'm getting knocking that out of the way, right? So then I can start basically at seven, get the kids up. I have an hour in the morning with the kids, take them to nursery, then the day starts So at you're eight. working at the gym, you're working at home? So uh, a, c- a combination, sometimes at the gym, lifting weights, um, powerlifting, Olympic weightlifting, and then, because oh, I can't do that at home, and then at home I've got a Peloton, which, by the way, great life hack. It doesn't have to be a Peloton, but just having something at home, that's ph- phenomenal because I'm not, there's no commute time. I can literally, I've got half an hour. Okay, I'm going to jump on the bike for half an hour. Do, do you know what? I've got, we've got a small kind of home gym and I'm not going to big it up and say it's anything more than what the it is. But it's got weights in there. Yeah, all okay. right? It's got everything you need to do a full body workout yeah. in there and I've got a punch bag in there. So, yeah. so, okay, fine. So, so in terms of that and, you know, shout out to Brad Cousins of Phoenix, he helps me out. He gives me some little things to try and do. For me, the fact that I could go in there, do, do a four rounder or an eight rounder or something like that and, and get it all out of my system before I've got... 100%. It really helps me. Now, listen, I'm going to hold my hands up. I'm not disciplined enough to do it as much as I should. That's yeah. something I'm trying to address. Um, and I often find that that word sacrifice, mate, that's so powerful because I remember on my journey, and I'm 19, 20 years in now, um, and, I, and I remember there were times when I had the offices in London and I moved to Sussex. I'm like, you know, I'm going to either compromise my business for mm-hmm. my family, mm-hmm. and that's the right thing to do, or I'm going to have to say sorry to my family to focus on my business. Yeah. And that's kind of the right thing to do at that time as well. And you're getting it like, how does this work? And I, and I got to that point where some had to change yeah and the point for me was that dead time when i was commuting that dead time i'm like yeah i'm doing hour and a half each way what i'm not a cheap you mean, think, for oh, a lot of people during yeah. covid that became very yeah. obvious yeah and I'm like, I'm like oh i could do a bit of work on the train no you can't you know what i mean yeah, like you, you can't really yeah. you know what i mean not with not with sid from somewhere's leaning into here and <laughs> he's having his he's having his meal deal you know you're not it's not yeah. conducive to you know and they're gossiping so I then, you know, I need a base closer to home and, you know, here we are. We've got offices in Sussex and we don't have the London postcode yeah. no more. No one cares. No, no one, one cares. absolutely cares because our level of service has gone through the roof. You've made those sacrifices. Um, how, do you, how do you then sort of manage the, the pressures of, of where you are now? Because not everything goes right. It's like there's highs and lows. Yeah. How do you deal with pressure? Because that, that's how I want to end this half of the show, on, on how you deal with the stress of business, yeah. family and just getting through day to day. I I have a very weird mentality, and I know it's unique, but ultimately I, ju- I, I, mo- I judge everything against, like, what's really happened here? Has anyone died? No, I think we're, we're going to be all good, yeah. you know? So, you know... I'll give you an example. My mother-in-law the other day, who I loved a bit, she's she's incredible. Um, she's a big fan of the Foyne Jones yeah, show. Massive, she, told massive me, she said to me, Shout out Helen. She said to me, Helen said to me, she said, out of all the podcasts Josh has been on, this is the one I'm most excited about. Oh, 100% big, yeah, yeah. long-time listener, first time caller. Thank you, Helen. So, uh, <laughs> so, so, so she's, she, we're talking about something about, like, you know, she's very indecisive. She's talking about some sofa that she, you know, was going to buy for the house. You know, I can't make a decision. What if it's the wrong one? I said, what if it is the wrong one? 
What's the worst case scenario here, Hells, is that you've spent some money on a sofa. Worst way, you've got to buy another sofa. No one's died. No one's gone to hospital. Mm. You know, we're all healthy. We're all happy. It's money at the end of the day. And, I, and I'm not... I'm not being, you know, blase about money. It's not like I've, I've, you know, won the lottery. I'm just saying there are worse things that happen. And ultimately, I try and judge, do we have our health? Are we happy? And that's all it comes down to, mate. And when you have, when I had kids, it was like, it really refocused me. You know, just trying to, you know, what is important to me? I Mm. don't want to be that dad that's not around. I want to be around for everything for my kids. Everything. Well, I love that. I I love that. I mean, I've shared this story, so so I'm not, not, I won't go into too much, but I never met my dad, right? So, so I I think I had a great relationship. I was lucky enough to have a really great relationship with my character, who was, uh, my granddad, sorry, who was a very old school London character, market stall kind of villain type character. But amazing influence on my life for, for all sorts of different reasons so I was lucky to have that but I never had that you know when I was playing football I didn't have a dad cheering me on from the sidelines and stuff so so I I made sure I was so present in my boy's life that yeah I was their old man yes I'm their mate and they're 24 and 20 now and and the time we have together now is just as special yeah. as it was as it was back then so it's 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 so good I think to hear someone like yourself actually championing that actually 100%. championing that you know alright because Holly Spring who works for me she says that a lot. She says, like, chill out. You know, we can do this tomorrow. We can do that next week because no one's died. She says exactly yeah, the same yeah. things. We can be all right. And, and I think that's a powerful message, mate. So, Josh, thank you. Pleasure. That was a hell of a first half of the episode. When we come back from the break, we are going to talk about short form video. Great. All right, because yeah. that's a subject very close to your heart. And, uh, very close to your heart. And then we're going to just talk about... Some job seeking, some career advice to the next generation, mate. You up for that? Oh, I, hope, I hope I can help, yeah. Enjoyed Look it so far? It. Absolutely. Loving beautiful, it. Beautiful, beautiful. Told you be good, Charlie. <laughs> Life-changing recruitment for the KBB, builders, merchant and construction industries. Creative social content, specialist knowledge world-leading video technology, helping you find career happiness and helping your business attract its stars of the future. We are Foyne Jones. This is what we do. Welcome back, Josh. Absolutely whirlwind of an episode so far. All right, I really love Hope, it. What hopefully, wanted... some nuggets in there. Oh, mate, some brilliant nuggets. When when you start getting involved, we knew we knew the passion would be coming. And look, listen, I I, I respect anyone who's bothered to travel down. And uh, give us their time. So, so that, that's thank you. First of all, we've been talking about this for a while. We started talking about this last we September, have, yeah, yeah. October, and I said, and we, and I'm like, yeah, we get it done before Christmas. We didn't get back in the studio before Christmas. When we and Charlie were doing the guest list, I'm like, yeah, I want him. I got him on here to get him. I said, but there's one lad who's 100. percent We got 25 episodes. I'm not gonna not have him on. Was I the first name of the team sheet, mate? You were big on the team sheet, son. <laughs> you were big okay. on the team sheet. MVP, love that. MVP okay. is the trendy word, mate. So, I want to explore. Short form video with okay. you. All right, I want to explore. The, explore. This is something I'm passionate about: digital storytelling, the use of video marketing, and I just want you to break it down in a language that our listeners can really understand. 
the concept, the thought process, and then the benefits, mate. You know, what, what, okay. what, what it means to you and what it could mean to them and their businesses. Okay, so short-form video refers to videos that are, let's say, three minutes or less, but usually one minute or less, that are shown in a vertical format. So uh, portrait mode on your phone, as if you're holding your phone, looking at it normally, not turning it sideways. Uh, and it's across three main platforms right now. So you've got Instagram with Reels. You've got TikTok, uh, which is predominantly short-form video. And then you've got YouTube Shorts as well. So there are three platforms. And theoretically, you can post one video, the same video, on all three platforms. So literally, you get a lot of bang for your buck there. You're mm. producing one video, and you're spreading it across three different platforms, three different viewership bases, you know, three different audiences. It's just great from that point of view. Um Basically, if you look at uh, the history of video content, started with YouTube. YouTube videos are, you know, 15 minutes to half an hour, hour in some cases. But people's attention span have reduced over the years. And the short form video and the scrolling phenomenon of TikTok has sort of really taken off because their algorithm is basically serving you content that you have demonstrated that you liked through either actually physically liking the video, watching it multiple times, sharing it with other people. And it's become this very addictive way of consuming content. So TikTok, you literally open up the app, you'll see a video straight away. It's hit you in the face. You're like, oh, that's that's cool. I'll watch it again. You scroll down to the next one. You can go into a into a rabbit hole there, and you could spend it's a time suck. You could spend half an hour, an hour easily on TikTok, right? And people are <laughs> that. That reminds me of the early Facebook days, yeah, right? 100%. When I when I had to ban Facebook, I had to block it what, in the office. Yeah, my, it was. Yeah, like, yeah. I had a team of recruiters that were like, you know, that young. Was before mobile as well. Yeah, it was. It was around. It was. It was. Yeah, we had to. We had to, we had to block it. It was just ridiculous. <laughs> it you know? doesn't surprise me. But, but that was that was a long. That was many. Man, that, that shows you how things evolved. That was yeah, I don't know two thousand four five something like that. It was it was early early days. Yeah. But but you would see people just get. They're drawn in. Yeah. You know, they're dating. Well, they're doing whatever they're doing, yeah. but they're not they're not working. Yeah, no, they're not for working sure. for me. But the thing the thing is with video content, like it has been around for a long time. You had Vine back in the day, which yeah. was like a short form uh, video platform. It was just a bit too early. Uh, and now technology is advanced enough that you can upload this stuff in good quality and people mm. are just super, super engaged with it. Um, so TikTok started as a as a as a platform called called Musically, uh, which was basically like kids lip syncing and dancing yeah. to videos, right? And that's it has a very negative connotation, especially with people you know, my age and older. They're like, oh, TikTok is just kids doing dances. But if if that's your mentality on it, you obviously haven't spent enough time on it because really there are pockets of TikTok that you can fall into which have and can demonstrate incredible value. Uh, I've learned a ridiculous amount on TikTok, business tips, marketing tips, uh, recipes, you know, uh, you know, health exercises, fitness, like all this stuff. I'll ask you a question. Yeah. Uh, should I be more active on TikTok? So, from from what point of view? From a business point of view, yeah, marketing point of view, point of view uh, I think that uh, you have to analyse uh, what your end goal is. You are a B two B business, so it's less likely that your potential customers, i.e., business owners, are going to be on TikTok. Is that to say that they're not going to be on there? No, of course not. And if you're producing video. F- uh, content for LinkedIn anyway, why not do it for TikTok? Just produce the video content for LinkedIn in a vertical format and then just repurpose it to TikTok 100% because you're looking for a needle in a haystack when you're posting on TikTok versus LinkedIn because LinkedIn, you're basically, there's a lot of business owners on there, yeah. right? So it's, it's more, more obvious that that's your target, target demographic. Whereas on TikTok, you're looking for a needle in a haystack. But in fairness, you could get post 10 videos, one of which could get 15,000 views and only one of those views needs to be someone that owns a business thinks 
I fucking like the way that this guy talks. Or the other side, the reason I'm, the reason I'm, and we've we've dipped our toe badly, and we've dipped our toe again, and you know that's as I said at the very top of the show, we we hang out on LinkedIn. That that's where we work. But the younger generation, the stars of the future, you know, the the candidates that are going to well, be the yeah, most sought after, the yeah. talent and attraction piece, right? Because we want the best people coming to us. We want them to think about us when they're looking for their life-changing job. Yeah. That's so an audience that y- could hang out there, Josh. You're, you're running a two-sided marketplace effectively as a recruiter because you're acting between businesses who are your end uh, end consumer buyer, mm. but then you've got the talent that you need to have, mm. and you're acting in the middle, right? So you're right. There's an there's an argument to say you could be posting on TikTok uh, and demonstrating real value to the young people because because it's the is the ta- it's just talk the talk about target market. Yeah. You know, someone wants someone who's going to give their business ten years, someone who's ta- you know, whatever the position, but. If, and this is the best people, and we spoke about this when we yeah. recruited, right? The best people ha- isn't applying for every job on a job board. No. They've not got their CV on there for the world to see. Mm. They probably don't even know they're looking for a new job at the moment. Yeah. And perhaps that's that's the audience we can reach. But potentially the track that I would take on, on TikTok is less like we've got this new position. No, you know, are so, you interested? Yeah, it's, it's for more... me, it would be, okay, how can, you de- well, how can you provide value, right? You want to be the yeah. go-to people, the go-to company for young people who are trying to get into the workplace. So what would you offer on, on TikTok? You know, quick tips to help writing yeah. your CV, how to write a cover letter, how to be uh, specific and purposeful with people that you apply for a job for. Mm. Um, you know, I- interesting industries to consider so you might that, not have done. That sounds like breaking out some of the one-to-one coaching sessions I do. That exactly and, what and you, then and 100%. breaking uh, breaking out those components of it. And do you know, you know what? Do you know what? That's a really really interesting point for all the listeners out there that have businesses. What you just said is really really interesting. If you do have something like a coaching session or you know strategy calls with your team, think about what it is that you're doing for the end consumer and just put that into a and package it in a consumable format for people mm. for your ideal audience. And the only uh, bite back I'm going to get from that is, well, you know, why would I give away all this advice for free? And I'd and I'd say, uh, you know, sell, uh, you know, give the advice and sell the implementation because, like, for you, for example. Just because I listen to a piece of advice saying, you know, this is the best way to hire someone, doesn't mean that I've got the time to do it. But mm. I might like the way that you talk. I might yeah. buy into your personality and all the rest of it and think, when I go and hire someone, I'm going to use you to do it. Yeah. yeah, same as me for marketing. There's going to be people that take my tips 100%, but there's going to be people that like and know that I know what I'm talking about, but don't have the time to do it, so they're going to yeah. pay me to implement it. So give away as much free advice as, yeah. as free and, and bring value to your audience. But, but how, you're, how you're talking there, there's certain, influence I follow, there's certain influencers I follow and, and they're not all within the industries you'd expect. They yeah. could be in very different places. But that language is a language they're using. It's, it's about giving, giving, giving. Yeah, giving, absolutely. giving. And then, but having a method and a methodology and a plan behind it, mate. Yeah, yeah. Fascinating. So, so let's, let's, let's move, mate, on to the... Industries that you're involved in. Okay. Yeah, okay. What advice would you give to someone starting out in the bespoke furniture business as a designer? What, as a what, designer? Yeah, you know, they're coming to you and they're saying, Josh, you know, seen you on TikTok. You guys are good. Love what you do. I've got no experience yet, but I would love to break into this industry. What would I do? How could I do it? Uh, so I think that there's now a kitchen design course at Bucks University that they're, they're mm. rehashing now and bringing back. Uh, I would definitely do that if you're interested in getting on the design side. Uh, and also if you're young and you've got time just and you really are 100% set on this industry, find the 10 companies that you would love to work for and I'll say you'll work for free. Because mm. why not? If you're living at home, you don't have any overheads work for free if someone came to me and said listen I'm going to work for free for you for, for three months um, you know you don't owe me anything I just want to get the experience 
I mean, how can I argue yeah. with that, right? Because it's very hard to get hired without the experience. How do you get the experience? Well, offer to work for free. You know, if you're going to be applying for jobs and you're going to be up against people that have got the degrees and the backgrounds and all the rest of it, you might as well just say, I'll work for free. Yeah. I'll outwork everyone else. I'll get that good experience. It might lead to a full-time position or the very worst, it's going to end up with a good name on your CV that you'll be able to take to, to mm. other companies. Um, and on the other side of the furniture industry, you know, there is a massive shortage, everyone will tell you, of um, of people that work with their hands, you know, the yeah. craftsman side of things. Um, and they are making inroads, you know, Stephen Johnson's doing some stuff with the um, the apprenticeship Yeah, him, him and David doing some good yeah. stuff, mate. The BIKBBI are champion, yes, and they've, they've been on this show, they've been on every show. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's a constant message. We have no installers, yeah, we have no fitters. For sure. and, and, and the ones that you have, you know, they, they should be cherished. But yeah. if we're not bringing people through, but then you've got the you know the whole apprenticeship piece shout out to my old employer I mean I say my old employer like I used to work for him last week I haven't worked for him <laughs> in like I haven't worked for him since 2001 I don't think but Travis Perkins 10,000 apprentices you know they're going wow. to take on 10,000 which is going to boost the merchants in sector there's a time frame to that and there's you know it's going yeah, on yeah, yeah. but but we need to see that, and Stephen and Damien are doing amazing work in just showcasing the careers and the careers that can be had in installation. I think what you said there about working for free, you know, that, that people shut down when they hear that. But but we had a guest on, Charlie, you remember when Philippa came in from Kitchen and Bathroom News and she was talking about wanting to be in journalism and she's coming out of uni yeah, and yeah, yeah. wanting to get some work experience. So she applied for a little work experience gig uh, or internship at Take a Break. Right, it's a magazine. Okay. You, you, yeah. you know, but probably before you, but it's a pretty kind of basic magazine, okay. coffee and a biscuit type magazine. They turned her down, and right. she was absolutely livid. She's like, "What? Yeah, how can I be turned down from that?" So I'm going to show you. She went and got what she went and got a really good gig at Vogue. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that was all about desire. That was about having the, having the passion and having the having the opportunity to go to where you want to go to. I think there are there are some people that I meet that and, and you know people say you know this whole younger generation they expect everything and I think that's absolute rubbish. I think you're going to meet some people like you always have who want it easy yeah. and you're going to have some people that have a proper fire inside of them and they will do anything that it takes and they will graft and they will work their nuts off to get it done. And there and there is there there is there is changes I think we have to think about as an industry. You know we have to be more flexible. We 100%. have to we have to think about a four day week as something that can we implement it rather than know yeah. let's think about what that could offer and if you get being more creative in your hours if you're letting people work remotely work from home and, you, and you're looking at what the output is rather than you know the micromanagement you're going to get the best out of Preach people that, you yeah. get the best out of some very talented people because you told me something downstairs and I know we're coming to the end of the show but you told me something which is so powerful you know you get the best people and just let them do it 100%, you just give it, you told me you give them 100% trust because that's what they're there to do 100% don't micromanage if you're going to hire incredibly talented people don't Tell them what to do every yeah. step of the way. Don't micromanage them. Imagine if I try to tell you what to do, Charlie. Well, exactly. Yeah, you just ignore me anyway, <laughs> wouldn't you? Really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He just ignore me anyway. So that's really good. So, so, so let's just let's wrap that up then with three pieces of advice. Okay. Not words, mate. So, okay. three pieces advice of advice. Yeah. I, I know you've you got this one. I thought about this. For yeah. the stars, of, for for our stars of the future, mate. Over to you, Josh. Okay. So, piece of advice number one: When you were young. I've got the headline, taste as much as you possibly can. And what do I mean by that? I mean, go out and try all of the things in all of the different fields that you've always wanted to do three, six months at a time and really work out from there where you want to go. Because it's very easy to get pigeonholed at 25 because you've done one thing your whole life since leaving school and all of a sudden you turn around and be like, well, 
my earning potential doing this one thing is going to be here. And I haven't really, I've never even considered all this other stuff that I could be doing. And so I would say, I would encourage people to just do as many different things as possible to really find what, what their passion is. Because listen, you're going to be spending a lot of your fucking life working and you might as well do something you enjoy doing. I'm a firm mm. believer in that. Um, number two is stack skills so there's a phenomenon called skill stacking which basically means that you should learn uh and uh cement skills in your life and stack them one on top of the other so that you end up with a stack of skills that is completely unique to you that makes you a very very horrible um or or, or good person to, to have in, in your network so what do i mean by that me for example i studied as an accountant so I've got, you know, accounting and finance as a base level skill. Uh, I then went and taught myself everything I need to know about marketing. So I've stacked marketing on top of uh, on top of accounting, C and finance. And I've grown a business for the last seven years. So I've now got, you know, entrepreneurialism, you know, entrepreneurship, sorry, business stacked on the, as another skill. Those are three unique skills. Charlie's might be, uh, you know, writing music, you know, video production and... Managing and, me. And... <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole skill stack by yeah, itself, I mate. Mean, that's, 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 that's a whole career. Right, so yeah. so my point is that is a very unique thing that he's got yeah. and you can then, you know, look at opportunities through the lens of your skill stack, but mm. you can also, you know, stack as many as you want on top of it uh, to make yourself very, very desirable as a, as a person. Um, and the third thing, again, these are all slightly related, uh, is be a lifelong student. Mm. So... I never thought for one minute that after I left university and studied to become accountant and did those exams, that that was the last education I ever did. I'm a lifelong learner and I firmly believe that you should always, especially young people, constantly, constantly be learning, have that student mindset, be reading books, be listening to podcasts, be curious, broaden your horizons, uh, never think you know everything and uh, and talk to interesting new people, find out what they're doing and how they're doing it, and just always be learning and consuming and just absorbing all of that information because you will identify opportunities in that and it will help you along the way. Do you know, I, I do that with the better sales calls that come in. You know, okay. the, the, the better sales calls. You okay. can't do it with every sales yeah. call. But, you know, there'll, there'll be a product, there'll be a service, there'll be a solution. And every now and then, you know, someone's just going to get me and I'm going to go, come on and talk. Like, tell me. Yeah. And, and, and I'm and I fascinated because, you you know, there's some that will stay on their script and you shut down. There are others that have done a little bit more homework. And, and you learn. You know, you pick up different trends. You pick up different areas. And, and actually, the advice you've given, Josh... In, in three specific areas are to taste different things. So so try try before you buy it, you know what yeah, I mean? Absolutely. Make your mind up if you want to do the X, Y, or Z. You know, don't do what people tell you to do. Do what you actually want to do. Yeah. So taste different things. Love the skill stacking. Love the fact that you can do this, but then you can do that, and then you can do this, because you're becoming much more attractive 100%. as an all-round, yes, an yes, all-round yes. individual. And this is where I come to life doing my day job. You know, someone who's got so much more about them, their hobbies, their interests, their passions, their, their work skills skills, their, their life skills, that you notice them straight away. Yeah, They're yeah. the people that walk into a room and they can capture a room. Or they might be the introvert that doesn't want to walk into the room, but my God, you get them behind the computer with the codes and, yeah, that, yeah, and they yeah. can they make the magic, magic happen trying, a different yeah. way. So try and different things, taste a different thing, skill spreading, keep learning, always be a student. That's powerful stuff. Good. Powerful Hopefully stuff, mate. Well, it, I think it's definitely going to help. It's been an absolute brilliant episode. Thank you for having um, me. I'm, I'm Buzzing for the fact you've come down today. And more importantly than anything is that what you've brought to this episode is passion. 100%. You've brought energy. You've brought character. And you're very different. 
And, and I like that because it, it's something which makes it very memorable. From a Foyne Jones show perspective, Josh, we're going to get you back. 100%. We're going to get ready. you back. Get in the diary, you know, we're going to get you back. <laughs> I know Charlie would, would love to work with him again, mate, because there's so much going on there. Um, and I'm going to talk to you about some of it as we're walking out today as well. So Fantastic. I've got a few things running through my love mind. love that. And, and it's where, and that's coming through your energy and your passion, mate. So before we go, should we say, should we, should we wait to the mother in law? <laughs> yeah, you know. Listen, don't worry about the sofa. Yeah. We'll sort it yeah, out. Yeah, we're, we're, we're sort the about the sofa. <laughs> yeah, listen, it's great to get to know you. I love the fact you mentioned your children and the beautiful family. Absolutely. You, you're doing great things with the woodworks. You're doing great things with the consultancy. And you've done great things with this episode, mate. Thanks, Peter. That is the end of episode five. This is season six of the Foyne Jones Show. Thank you to our wonderful sponsors, MHK Holding UK. Big shout out to you, Marcel. Great to bump into you the other day as well. We're Foyne Jones. This is what we do. And this season, do you know what? We're using people like Josh to inspire our stars of the future. Thanks for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, as I said, that's the end of the show. Thanks for listening. Make sure you check out next week's episode as we will keep inspiring our stars of the future.